Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver, there's murder on the trail ahead. Excitement rippled through the hot, dusty town of Excalibur like a refreshing breeze. The tense whispers of men and women gathered on street corners and house steps rose and fell on the thick summer heat. Suddenly there was a hush as a bell tolled, and all eyes looked toward the courthouse. Paul Zenber, a young vagrant and stranger to the town, was on trial for his life for the murder of old Zeke Martin. Order, order in the court. Judge McKesson, his voice lined with emotion that he struggled to conceal, leaned forward from his bench and looked down at the defendant. Zimber, the evidence presented against you in this court has been purely circumstantial. Haven't you any alibi to offer in your defense? I didn't kill him, Judge. I swear I didn't. I was playing poker when Martin was killed. You mean you were playing poker at the time of the murder? Yes. I was playing with three men at the Black Casino. That's how I got that money the court accused me of stealing from the old man. I wanted fair and square. That sounds like a reasonable alibi. 
Would you recognize these men if you saw them again? Well, sure I would. Do you know where to find them? They're sitting right in the courtroom, Judge. You say those men are here in this court? Yes. Where are they? There they are. Sitting right there. It's a lie, Judge. We never saw the kid before. That's right, Judge. We never laid eyes on him until this You're time. lying, all of you. You're lying. Oh, what's the matter with you? Order. Order in the court. You three men come up here. Well. What are your names? Cole Rankin, Your Honor. Lem Parsons. Seth Holland's at your service, Judge. You deny that you played poker with the defendant, Paul Zimber, in the Black Casino the night of the murder? We do, Your Honor. We ain't been in the Black Casino since it opened. He's lying, Judge, I swear it. That money they accused me of taking from Zeke Martin, I want it from these men. It's the truth, Judge. You've got to believe me. I didn't murder any old man. <laughs> the kid's daffy, Judge. It wasn't anywhere near the Black Casino the night of the killing. That's right, Your Honor. You men are lying, and you're hanging me. You're just the same as murderers. Let's get out of here, Liam. I need a drink. One year passed. As the three men pushed their way through the excited courtroom, a grim-faced man with small, shrewd eyes pulled his hat lower over his features and watched them pass. Then as the clock ticked away what seemed a lifetime to the crowd, which tensely awaited the outcome, the trial came to an end. A defendant will rise and face the court. Zimber, you have been found guilty of murder. It is my duty to sentence you for the term of your natural life to the state prison. Life? Prison? Come along, Zimber. But I'm innocent. Judge. Yes, Zimber? I just want to thank you, Judge. You and those three men who framed me. Today is my birthday. Thanks for, for the birthday present. One year passed. In the town of Excalibur, the case of Paul Zenber was virtually forgotten. Then one night, Cole Rankin was celebrating his birthday with friends. Happy birthday, Cole. Thanks. Speech. Speech. Oh, no, no. Give us a toast. No. Here, Cole, here's a drink. Oh, give us a toast. Come on, Cole, don't be bashful. Well, I ain't much on speech-making, folks. But here's hoping you're all as happy on your birthday as I am on mine. Drink up. Cole drank that liquor and passed out like he was poisoned. Lem Parsons slept late the morning of his birthday. His wife, knowing him to be an early riser, wondered at this and finally went up to wake him. Lem? Lem, wake up. It's almost noon. Oh, drat that man wasting half his own birthday. Lem, get up. It's your birthday. Lem. A knife. Lem's been knifed.
Seth Hollins began celebrating his birthday in a cafe, but he didn't seem to be enjoying it. Step up to the bar, boys. The drinks are on me. Sure enough, Seth. Be right with you. What are we drinking to, Seth? My birthday. Your birthday? You don't look very happy about it, Seth. I don't blame him. Look at what happened to Cole Rankin and Lem Parsons on their birthdays. Yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. It was just accidents. Nothing's going to happen to me. Of course not, Seth. Well, here's to you. Yeah, many happy returns of the day. Happy yeah. Well, I guess I'd better be going. <laughs> Promised the wife I'd take her to the new tent show tonight. Sure, we know how it is, Seth. I'll see all you boys later. Sure, Seth, have a good time at the show. Give our regards to the missus. His birthday, eh? I wouldn't be in Seth Holland's shoes tonight for all the gold west of the panhandle. What was that? Sounded like a gun. Somebody just shot Seth Hollins. Once again, the hot, dusty streets of Excalibur buzzed with excitement. This time, over three murders. The Lone Ranger saw the story of the sudden deaths in a copy of the local paper and took it with him to camp near town. Well, what papers say? Doesn't tell a great deal more than we already know, Tonto. Three men were murdered. Mm. All three by the same man. The fact that each was killed on his birthday proves that. But why on their birthdays? Mm, may not know. All right, Tonto. But I'd certainly like to. Now, wait. What? The last paragraph says that the Good Citizens League of Excalibur is holding a meeting tonight to protest the murders. <laughs> to conduct this meeting in an orderly and respectable manner. Those of you who are unable to comply are invited to leave at once. We don't mean to be troublesome, Judge. We came here to find out what's being done about their murders. We don't aim to leave till we do. That's Shane right. speaks for all of us, Judge. That's right, Judge. We want action. Very well, Shane. But I suggest that you address your remarks to Sheriff Tim Runyon like a gentleman. Well, Sheriff, what about it? Shane, all of you... I've told you I'm doing my best to solve the murder. Well, your best isn't good enough, Sheriff. Cole Rankin was poisoned more than three months ago. And you haven't arrested the Jasper the Diddy Jet. Looks right, Sheriff. Lem Parsons was stabbed. You haven't done anything about that either. No. And now Seth Hollins has been shot. It's getting so this town ain't safe to live in anymore. What are you aiming to do about it, Sheriff? That's right. What are you aiming to do? You only give me a chance, I'll try your chance, Sheriff. Rankin, Parsons, and Hollins all testified against Paul Zimber at his trial. Due to their say-so, Zember was convicted of murder on his birthday. All three of them men died on their birthdays. Why, it's as plain as daylight who, who the killer is. Sure, I remember when the kids said it at the trial. I've already considered Zember Hook. He can't be the murderer. He's in the state prison. Are you sure? Of course, Tim, sure. He was sent to prison for life. I, I sentenced him myself. Maybe he escaped. Nonsense. Yeah. If he had, the prison would have notified the sheriff to be on the lookout. Maybe it did, Judge. And the sheriff neglected to tell you because he didn't want to admit he couldn't catch up with Zenberg. That's, That's a lie. It don't make no difference, Sheriff. you got to admit Hook's got an angle on this case, and you ain't. We're asking you to step down and surrender that star, Sheriff. If you aren't man enough to catch Zember, we'll appoint someone who is. We're with you, Shane. Let's make Hook sheriff. That's right. Oh, oh wait. Why don't you give your sheriff a chance? It's a masked man. Yeah, look who's with him, an engine. What's that you said, stranger? I know about Tim Runyon. 
He's entitled to that star. You got no call button into business that don't concern you, stranger. A masked man and an engine. That's a mighty odd combination, eh, boys? Maybe they're working with Zember. What are we waiting for? Let's get them. That's right. Get them, boys. Come on through that window. They're swinging on the horse. Yeah, let me throw a beat on him. Come on, Silver. Get them Thundering into the night, the silver-shod hoofs of the great white stallion and the flying feet of the paint soon outdistanced any thought of pursuit. All right, Tonto. They're out of sight. Slow down. Easy, Silver. Easy, boy. Steady, easy. Count. Steady, fellow. Steady. Well, everything seems to point to Paul Zember as a killer. Uh, Zember must have escaped from prison and returned here for revenge on the men who convicted him. And what we do now? We're going to make sure of that fact, Kimosabe. You ride to the prison where Zember was sent. Find out all you can about him. I've got another job to do. Tonto Sabe. We'll meet at the camp. Huh? Can him up? All right, big fellow. We're heading back to town. One, two, three. Late that night, Tim Runyon was packing his belongings preparatory to taking leave of the sheriff's office in the town jail when he heard the door open stealthily. Who is it? Don't make a move or I'll shoot. You don't have to hold a gun on me, Tim. Oh, it's you. I wanted to talk with you. Who are you? At the meeting tonight, you said you knew about me. I do, Tim. You've been doing fine work in Excalibur. It's men like you who are upholding law and order in the West. Hmm. Not anymore, I'm not. Well, what do you mean? They took away my star after you left the meeting. and They gave it to Hook. So Hook is sheriff now, huh? I know when I'm not wanted. I'm clearing out. Now don't be hasty, Tim. I'm here to help you get that badge back. Well... Shane and Hook worked together to get the crowd to vote you out of office and Hook in. I wonder why. I... I don't know. They were pretty anxious to pin the murders on Zenber, too. But if it was Zenber, the state prison would have notified me of his escape. We'll soon know whether Zenber is in prison or out, Tim. Meanwhile, Judge McKesson must be warned. Warned? What about? Judge McKesson is even more responsible for Zenber's being sentenced to prison... And the three men who were murdered. He may be the next victim. I'll go with you. The judge is my friend. His daughter Jane and I are... I mean... I understand, Tim. But you'd better wait here. The judge may be concerned that you're investigating the case now that Hook is sheriff. But I... I don't even know who you are. I've left something on your desk that may tell you. Something on my desk? What? A silver bullet. Hold on, Silver! A silver bullet, a mask, and... and a white stallion... The Lone Ranger. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. As the Lone Ranger rode toward the McKesson Ranch to warn the judge against the dreaded killer, the old gentleman listened patiently to his daughter Jane in their parlor. But, Dad, you promised me you'd be careful. I am careful, Jane. No, you're not. Not when you return to the ranch after midnight alone. <laughs> Come now, Jane. I'm not a child, you know. Besides, I didn't realize the meeting would last so long. Oh, Dad, you know how I worry about you. After those three men were murdered, I... I just had a horrible feeling that... That you'd be next. Oh, now, what put that fool idea into your pretty head? It's not a fool idea, Dad. Those three men testified against Paul Zenber at his trial. And you were the judge who sentenced him. Oh, why'd they take away Tim's star? I was counting on Tim to help me protect you. You're in love with Tim, aren't you? I guess I am, Dad. I'm glad, Jane. Tim's a mighty fine boy. Thanks. Tim thinks a lot of you, too. Jean. Yes, Dad? If anything should happen to me, I want you to take this key. It unlocks a box of my name at the bank. Oh, Dad, what are you saying? You don't really oh, think that... Of course not, Jean. It's just that I... Who's that? I don't know. It's pretty late for anyone to come calling. Don't go near that window, Dad. Jean, what's come up? Jean, put down that rifle. It's a masked man, Dad. You can see him in the moonlight. I'll bet it's the same man you told me escaped the meeting. Jane, what are you doing? He's riding up to the house. Jane! Jane, put down that gun. came from Tim Runyon. Oh, Dad, did you hear? He's come from Tim. Well, come ahead, stranger, but keep your hands up. Open the door, Dad. Yes. Good evening, Judge. Hey, good evening, Ed. Tim told me about you. Who were you expecting when you took that shot at me, Jane? Uh, well, I didn't... <laughs> She had a crazy idea the birthday murder was coming for me. It isn't a crazy idea, Judge. There, you see? I'm afraid I don't understand. You may be next on the murderer's list. Why would the murderer want to kill me? For the same reason he killed the other three. Revenge. Then you think Paul Zender is a, is a murderer, too. Don't you? I... Well, when I... is your birthday, Judge? Well, you don't think we that... We can't be too careful, Jane. Well, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. That gives us a week before we can expect a murderer to strike here. Oh, what makes you think he'll wait to strike a dead on his birthday? What if he strikes before? He won't, Jane. Zenber was sentenced to prison on his birthday. Apparently, he seeks revenge by murdering the men who sent him there on their birthdays. Oh, Dad, what'll we do? There's only one thing we can do, Jane. Stay here and face it. Oh, no. What are your plans, stranger? You'll hear from me, Judge. Adios. Four days later, a few miles from the camp, the Lone Ranger awaited Tonto's return. What did you learn, Tonto? Must be important to make your ride scout so hard. Uh, plenty important. Time to bring big news. What is it, Kimosabe? Zenber, him escape prison. Oh, how long ago? Warden say four months. That would give him plenty of time to return to Excalibur and murder the three men who testified against him. Huh? But that's not the only news. What else did you learn, Tonto? Zenber, him judge's son. Zenber, Judge McKesson's son? Huh? Are you sure? Huh? Judge make visit to prison after Zenber make getaway. Him bring pardon. You mean Zenber was innocent of the murder? Huh? No wonder he wants revenge, Tonto. His fourth victim will be his own father. we better head for town. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Why didn't the warden notify Sheriff Tim Runyon of Zenber's escape? Him, same. Send message by man named Hook. Hook? Ah, 
him sheriff now. Cook took care not to deliver the message. I have a hunch he and Shane are mixed up in these murders, Tonto. As thick as thieves. All right, Silver, let's go. Get him up. And the following day, the Lone Ranger and Tonto carefully observed the movements of the new sheriff and his friend. And late the following night, their vigil was rewarded. They went into the office of the mining company, Tonto. Hmm. That company was owned by the three men who were murdered. This may be the lead we've been looking for. Come on. safe naming me as a partner in the mine along with Rankin, Parsons, and Hollins. If anybody sees them but us, they'll stop suspecting Zember as the murderer and start suspicioning me. Well, why didn't you get him before? Them three partners of mine left me for dead ten years ago when they cheated me out of my share. If they found the records missing, they'd have known I was alive and turned me into the sheriff. Oh, that's why you killed them all, huh? Yeah, that. To get back my share in the mine. And now I'm taking over the company. What was that? Just your nerves, Hook. Take it easier. You'll get yourself a mess of goose pimples. Mm-hmm. I'm regretting they ever let you get me into this mess. You're getting paid, aren't you? Yeah, but why'd they have to vote me in his sheriff? Because Tim Runyon was getting too curious. He was planning to examine the papers in that safe for a clue to the killer after Rollins died. What'll everybody say when they learn this safe's been blown? <laughs> They'll say Zember did it, Hook. See, I'm leaving this pocket knife with the kid's initials, PZ, right here on the floor for you to find. Did you take that knife off the kid's body after you killed him? Yeah. Hand me some more of that powder, (laughs) okay? You sure are slick one, Shane. Murdering your three partners and then framing Zenber's escape from jail to make it appear he did it. (laughs) Yeah, on their birthdays, too. (laughs) That way them killings led right to the kid's door. Being six feet under himself, he'll never show up with an alibi. Just the same. I never have agreed to freeze Zember if I'd known you meant to murder the kid. You got paid a mighty fancy bribe for that hook. One you made in a year as prison deputy. I'm not complaining about the money, Shane. But I didn't know I was putting my neck in a noose. All right, stop worrying. Give me the willies. I can't prove nothing against you. No? What if the warden learns I never delivered his message to Tim Runyon about Zember's escape? He won't. Besides, it was necessary keep running from warming my three ex-partners before I could get to him. Yeah, but I can't help feeling that... Step some... back, Hook. I'm going to blow this thing up. All right, Tonto. What the... It's a masked man, Shane. Thrill him. No, you don't. Oh, my arm. Thrill him, Hook. You'll hang us. He fakes you. Oh. Good work, Kimasabi. You've got nothing on us. We've got plenty, Shane. The record's in that safe and Zenber's pocket knife clinch you as a birthday killer. You can tell your story to the sheriff you ousted, Tim Runyon. The keys from Hook's pocket, Tonto. We'll lock these two in their own jail. Early the next day, the day before the judge's birthday, the old gentleman was alone with Jane in their parlor. Oh, Dad, I wish this suspense were over. Your birthday's tomorrow. It will be soon, Jane. Um, Dad, you sure you're all right? 
Of course, child. Why shouldn't there be? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just nervous, I guess. Only, well, you've been acting so strange lately. Oh, says Jane, it's just your imagination. <laughs> yes, I guess you're right. Jane. Yes? Jane, I, I want you to go into town. Town? Why? I, I need some pipe tobacco. But I just filled your tobacco jar yesterday. Jane, I, I want to be alone. Oh, Dad, you don't expect a murderer today. No, no, it's not that, Jane. I... Please go. All right, Dad, if it'll make you feel better. Take care of yourself, darling. A few minutes later, Jane rode away from the ranch house and anxiously headed her horse toward town. Suddenly, she heard hoofbeats and saw the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Tim approaching. Oh, oh, boy. Tim, oh, Tim. Oh, oh, Silver, oh, 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 Jane, what are you doing here? Tim, I was riding to see you. I'm so worried. What is it, Jane? Well, it's Dad. He's acting so strange. He, he asked me to leave the house so he could be alone. Leave the house? Well, that's funny. Oh, Tim, if anything happens to Dad, I... Nothing will, honey. You leave it to the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger? You mean... Sure, didn't you know? Oh. Thank heaven my aim was bad the night I shot at you from the house. Dad! Come on, Silver! Get, get up! up get up, boy! Through the door of the ranch house rushed the Lone Ranger with the others close on his heels. I'll take that pistol, Judge. Dad, are you... Oh, Dad, you were going to shoot yourself. Yes, Jane, I was. But this pistol is loaded with blanks. I tried the gun before I put it to my head. I put them there, Judge. You? Yes. I suspected you might try to take your own life to shield your son from punishment as a birthday murderer. Yes. I wrote this suicide note confessing to the murders myself. I'm uh, going to destroy this note, Judge. Your son didn't kill those men. The real murderer has confessed. But I... Your, your son is dead, Judge. Paul Zenber was also killed by the murderer. Paul did? Paul Zenber was my brother? Yes, Jane. His real name was Paul McKesson. I think you'd better tell her the rest, Judge. Yes. <laughs> you, you were just a child when Paul ran away from home, Jane. I, I thought he had died. Then at the trial, I saw that Paul Zenber was my son grown up. Oh, Dad... Hold on to my hand, honey. The hardest task I ever had was to sentence my son to prison. Then not long ago, I learned that Paul was innocent. A confirmed killer who was scheduled to die came to being confessed to Zeke Martin's murder. Then the three men who testified against Paul lied? Yes. I went to the prison to have Paul released, to welcome him home as my son... They told me it'd be his escape. Oh, Dad, don't. When those three men were murdered. Everyone believed Paul had returned here for revenge. I... I came to believe it myself. I wanted to make amends to him for sending him to prison when he was innocent. For making him a murderer. I decided to clear my son by confessing to the murders myself. Then, uh... Then the Lone Ranger saved your life. I'll never stop thanking you... Oh, he's gone. Yes, Jane. He's gone. Well, Silver! Silver! 
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>